Welcome to Pop Sugar Rush. Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we're recording and pay respects to elders past and present. Pop Sugar Rush is brought to you by Prime Video. Sign up now to watch all the series and movies you'll love, like Gen V, the new spin-off series of The Boys, or Hot Potato, the new documentary all about the history of The Wiggles. Hello! Hi! Ahoy! (laughs) We need to give the Rushies context as to why we're saying ahoy today. We should ask them how they are first. How are you, Rushies? How are we? Are we thriving? Are we surviving? Are we blossoming in this beautiful spring season? It is also the spooky season because this is our very special... Halloween, Halloween episode. episode. You can't see us right now, but no doubt you'll see our videos on our socials. And we decided to dress up for today's episode, but the costume had to be based on a very niche moment in the history of Pop Sugar Rush. And do so you want to talk us through your, your look today? eight weeks. <laughs> so my decision was between two. I really wanted to do Robbie Williams sharding, but I did not. I did not have the ability conceptually to be able to make that work in a podcast setting. So I am pink in the We've Got Scurvy music video, (laughs) which we've all seen and we've all loved. Absolutely iconic. When I walked in, I actually lost it. You have a blonde fringe right now. And it's like the level of detail that you went to for the outfit. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I would like you to know that this wig came in a packet and was labeled as Rap Rocker Wig. Um, and I was like, perfect. And who are you? As? And I have come as Dua Lipa famously grilling shrimp on the barbecue. And your shrimp and her shrimp have something in common and that they are both not cooked. <laughs> 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 and like, not real. <laughs> oh, dearie me. But yes, strap in because we're going to get spooky. Jawbreakers, bits from the internet that made us OMG IRL. So as this is a Halloween themed Ep. We have tried to make everything we talk about horror-related or spooky-related. Luckily, news headlines do not discriminate, and I found a doozy <gasps> that is perfect for this episode. Here we go. Florida teacher shows fourth-grade students twisted, murderous Winnie the Pooh knockoff movie Blood and Honey enraging parents. No! I've seen pictures of that movie on TikTok and it looks terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. First of all, some of those characters are scary. Why is that bear not wearing pants? (laughs) But like a sexy little crop top. That doesn't make any sense. I'm terrified of it. But to accidentally show this to, like, nine-year-olds... What, did the teacher think it was going to be The Adventures of Christopher Robin? And then it's just a <laughs> literal horror movie? Like, what? Uh, um, apparently it was on for 30 minutes before the kids, like, were, like, tapped out. Um, tr- trauma. That would have instilled actual trauma. It got me thinking, what was the first movie that you watched that you remember being scared of? Uh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. wait, and like the, the, the newer clan- one or the uh, No, the Tim OG Curry. one. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah I remember scary. like my older cousins playing it at a sleepover and then like coming up behind us and, Rah! and then we got really scared. So even now on TikTok, when I see people do like a, a Pennywise makeup look, I, I get scared. I scroll oh away. God. The trauma lives on. PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Mine was um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> it is a 
Voldemort does skew a little bit scary. Um, and he only gets scarier, but there's a scene where they're, like, in the Forbidden Forest, and he's, like, um, Harry's, like, Hagrid's talking, and Harry, like, looks into the distance, and you see, like, his cloak, like, just the very outline of his cloak, like, walk through trees in the distance, and six-year-old me was like, no <laughs> effing way, I'm tapping out. Granted, I became, like, a Potterhead, you know, later in life, once I got braver. Uh, but apart from that, like, that was, like, I remember my parents got me, like, the VHS, and I was so excited, and then that happened, and I was like, no, 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 mm-hmm. and then I watched it at, like, a sleepover, like, a year later, and I had to put on a brave face, and I did. I overcame my fear of this fictional dark wizard. But I also have a second question. Yes. What is a movie you've been scared by that isn't meant to be scary? Okay, I have a few. First of all, <laughs> I have a few. Me first too. of all, the Polar Express. It used to terrify oh. me when I was a kid because I couldn't tell if these people were real, if they were cartoon, and I found it really confusing. So it used yes. to creep me out. Also, this might be a little bit niche, but mm, I'm ready. David Bowie's The Labyrinth and The Dark Crystal okay, as well. I would say that Labyrinth is meant to be like a little bit scary. Yeah. So I give you credit for that. The Polar Express, what the hell? That movie's full of family joy. No, go back and watch it. I still I still want to I watch I it yearly. <laughs> I am a Polar Express stand. However, when he's on the top of the train and there's that, that guy up there, <sighs> that is scary. Mine, I have two. One of them's like a basic one that everyone always says, but it rings true. The original Willy Wonka film. Oh yeah. In the when they go into the tunnel and everything's spinning around, yeah, that's creepy. I was thinking Literally in the shower the other day, I was like, there are similarities between Willy Wonka and Jigsaw from Saw. Mm. My second one is the first scary movie, <laughs> like the scary movie parody titled Scary Movie. I was such a little wimp <laughs> that I got scared from the comedy parody. There was one that was like a, a spoof of The Exorcist and yeah. the little girl was possessed. And that terrified me as like would have been like eight years old, um, which is so weird because now I'm like a horror, like I love it. Please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. (laughs) (laughs) Star, hit me with your jawbreaker. I'm currently holding a set of tongs with a drawn, a a shrimp that I've drew onto it. So I feel really strange right now. Thank you. Oh my God, you're so talented. Oh my God, thank you. Okay, my jawbreaker this week isn't necessarily horror related. However, during Halloween, we of course dress up. That's what it's all about, the dressing up. And I've got a question for you. Who is in your dream celeb cameo lineup? And I'm banning us from saying Taylor Swift or Beyonce. <laughs> Give me two celebs that would be in your dream. If you're watching a film, who do you want to make a cameo? Okay, well, there's lots of questions that go into this. What type of <laughs> film is it? You know, let's like, go. Let's go for the sake of Halloween, a horror film. Okay, and I want to see a cameo. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, this is already like this is already happening. So I guess this might not count. But Kim Kardashian. Yes. She would like. Do you remember when Paris Hilton was in House of Wax? Yes. Like that's that sort of vibe. But also on the flip side of that, like someone very serious, like someone like Malala or something, just Mm. like something that's terrifying that this like really respected person just wanted to do for fun. Because if I was a celebrity, I'd want to do little fun things all the time. I've been very obsessed with British Taskmaster right now, as I've spoken about on this podcast before. And I was thinking if I was super famous, if I was Taylor Swift, I would absolutely clear time in my schedule. To go beyond Taskmaster. Just to do something random like yeah, that. Yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah. Fun. And that I feel the same. I want someone who's like very busy and well respected, maybe like Amal Alamuddin or like 
I can't think of anyone else important. <laughs> but someone really respected or like a politician. Mm. Just go in there. Mine is definitely um, Anthony Wiggle, the blue wiggle. I want to yes. see Anthony doing cameos. The reason I bring it up is because SNL returned last week. Pete Davidson was hosting in the kind of yes. debut episode after the writer's strike. And this week we had Bad Bunny hosting. He did an or amazing Lady job. Gaga said, Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we had cameos from Pedro Pascal, Lady Gaga, and Mick Jagger. Did you ever think that you would see these four people in the same room, let alone hosting something on SNL? Like, it's like a really, like, really famous rogue traders, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a big stan. I know, I know Bad Bunny is a really big fan of Lady Gaga. Yes. And I know Pedro Pascal and Bad Bunny are friends. And how does Mick Jagger fit into it all? I don't really know. <laughs> he had a, the, the Rolling Stones had a song come out last week, which is actually like kind of a bop, but I'm just like, okay, slaying it like 85. Um, but I love it because they did the same thing last week, didn't they? Didn't they have uh, surprise cameos? Wasn't Taylor Swift? Yeah, Taylor Swift and Travis Ka- uh, banned from talking oh, about them this episode. That's a dollar Jackson. in the jar. That's, that's a, a dollar jo- in the jar. A dollar in the scurvy jar. <laughs> the scurvy jar. <laughs> One more and I'm walking the plank. Um, but... I, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Give us more surprises. I don't want to be like, I don't want to have things be so predictable anymore. Especially SNL that's been running 40 plus seasons. They need to switch it up. And having these big names come in because they like, it's SNL, it's respected. It's like this hallowed hall. Um, it's fun and they should do it more and I wish more shows did it. Anthony Wiggle coming through. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Jeff Wiggle, John the Justice Crew Wiggle, please come through immediately. <laughs> The Spoonful, serving up a taste of what everyone's streaming. Okay, so obviously it's a Halloween episode, it's a horror-themed episode, so you know we had to talk about a horror film today, much to Star's disdain, because <sighs> you are a little B-word. <laughs> Famously little not a horror girly. But, however, what we watched this week, which was totally killer on Prime Video, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I think there's, <clears throat> there's something to be said about the way horror can easily work its way into other genres and vice versa. And we'll get into that. But for those who haven't watched it, um, Totally Killer follows Jamie, who is, what, 17? Mm -hmm. Um, And it follows her after her mother is murdered by the same Sweet 16 killer who went on a murder spree way back in 1987. And then one thing leads to another. And she find, Jamie finds herself time traveling back to 1987, and she pairs up with her then alive mother to catch the killer during his original spree and return to her timeline before she's A, trapped in the past forever, and B, doesn't do anything, and then her mum still dies in the present. Lots to get, lots to wrap your head around there. I thought it was such a fun concept for a movie, it though. It was, it was. It was camp. It was didn't take itself too seriously, and I think that's, I think that's where horror sometimes trips up. When horror takes itself too seriously, it ha- also has to be very good. Mm. And unfortunately, for a lot of horror movies, they're not. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they get caught up in this like all this stuff. Um, but when you infuse camp and comedy into it you have more room, you have more wiggle room and people expect less of it. So their feeling coming out of it is probably going to be 
higher. Yeah, and for me, it also made the scary parts more tolerable because I was like, oh, there's Claire Dunphy from Modern Family in it, so it's fine. I know her. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was interesting because, yeah, at times it definitely felt like it was a comedy movie or like a bit of a teen movie as well. But then there's the typical horror tropes and when scary things are happening, they're like, ah dragging across the floor and all those little bits that feel very familiar for a horror movie. Yeah. But I only had to cover my eyes probably like 10% of the film. So that's pretty good for me. That's pretty good. I'm so proud of you. Considering my history with Polar Express, (laughs) I think I'm doing pretty well. Well, Next up, Saw X. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, do you think a, I mean, I feel like I know your answer to this given you're terrified of the Polar Express, but do you, uh, do you like horror? When you think about horror movies that you have enjoyed, Mm. Assuming Totally Killer isn't the first, (laughs) do you prefer it when there's like other comedy elements or other things you can focus on? Yeah, Totally Killer actually gives me similar vibes to Scream Queens as well, starring Emma Roberts and famously Ariana Grande for all of 0.20 seconds. (laughs) She was there for a hot minute. She had other things to do. Horror themes, but it's still self-aware, like you mentioned. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Have you ever seen any of the American horror stories? I think we've discussed. Yes, yeah, I've seen The House. Yeah. Okay. So that one was pretty full on, Mm. but they. As the seasons got on, they got a little more comedy can. I mean, it's Ryan Murphy. He's done Glee. He did Scream Queens. He has that sensibility. Why do you think we love teenage slashes? I think it's not just the slasher category or horror films that we love to see teenagers in. I mean, we've spoken a million times about teenage dramas over the course of this podcast as well. And maybe it's like, (laughs) I mean, hopefully what they go through in the slasher films isn't relatable to us, but we've all been teenagers at one point. So perhaps it's other themes in the the movies movies and choices that these characters make. We go, okay, yeah, we can understand why someone would potentially get themselves into a silly situation like that. I actually wonder... What if it's because teenagers, like when I think about how I used to feel as a teenager, just in general, emotions I were felt so strongly. Mm. Like I would get really angry. I like the laughter was like unstoppable. But when I was sad, it was really sad. And you don't really have a hold of um, emotional intelligence yet. I wonder if that's why, because as adults, we're like, you know, we have a little more control over our emotions and we try and keep things very flatlined just for the sake of getting through the day. But teenagers don't really have that because they have less responsibility. I wonder if it's seeing that reflected on the screen that's like, oh, I remember when I used to feel like that. <laughs> um, I remember when I'd go outside, outside a cabin in the woods when no one's around. Oh, you never did that. <laughs> never happened to you? Never were trapped in a room and asked if you wanted to play a game? Um, no, but I love it because I even think about like, if you go back, way back, like Halloween, the original Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis was playing a teenager mm. in that movie. So this has been a long-standing thing. And then we've had Scream. We had, I know what you did last summer. We had Urban Legends. We've had millions of other copycats. And I think this is where Totally, Kill- totally Killer really thrives, is that it takes a concept and adds something completely new and almost unrealistic mm. to it i.e. time travel, but it doesn't make it, it doesn't take you out of the story. Yeah, and it's also kind of mixing something that we love from other films. Like, they reference Back to the Future in the movie yes. a couple of times as well. And I actually went to watch Back to the Future last night because I'm like, oh, I, I just saw... want to continue the vibes. But it's like time travel is clearly a storyline that we have, like a, a trope that we have a lot of love for as well. So I think it's just combining a few of these elements. We've got the teen element. There's a family drama, all of that, mm-hmm. the horror. And then the time travel, that's really the perfect 
perfect movie for Halloween for me. True. Not too scary. Not too scary. <laughs> I wonder, controversial statement, is time travel used as a plot device so people can ride around not having iPhones and the internet? Mm. How many times have you watched a movie and you've been like, that problem would have been solved if they just texted someone? <laughs> They just like posted on Twitter, like help, like I'm being stabbed, like RIP. As a as a certified Marvel nerd as well, the thing with time travel storylines is I get annoyed because there's so many plot holes as well. I'm like, okay, so if you've just travelled 35 years, you come from the past, now you're in the future. You need to explain all of the things that have happened. Where has your current self been within that 35 years? Or is there another version of yourself that exists in the present? Or have you gone to the past? Because then how does everyone know who you are when you come back? True. I will say that Totally Killer did a really good job, we won't be giving any spoilers, of mending those potholes at the end. It's debatable. I like it. Because <laughs> those were the questions that I would have had. But beyond Totally Killer, like, everyone's going to be streaming anything horror this month. Like, it just is what it is. I want to ask you, think about classic horror movie villains. Mm-hmm. Get them in your brain. Which horror movie villain, classic or niche, whatever, do you think you could beat or survive? Or is it none? <laughs> Definitely not Pennywise because I would just run the other way, not, not you, the clown you, from it. <laughs> he would be in the drain and you'd be like, oh, hi. <laughs> I kind of feel like I would low-key slay in Saw. <gasps> okay. I think I'd do well because I've seen all the movies. So I'd be like, Jigsaw, like, I know what's up. I know, yeah. I know how to beat this. Well, Saw's also like... Uh, it's all about sacrifice, right? Yeah. Like you have to give something because Jigsaw perceives that you've done something wrong. Um, I couldn't beat Saw because I am too prideful. <laughs> what horror movie do I, film do I think I could beat? I feel like I could beat Ghostface from Scream. <laughs> Only because I'm confused as to how people aren't beating him more easily. <laughs> He's just a guy. He's just a guy with a knife. Like... I'd get, like, trip him over, mask up, <laughs> movie's done, 10 minutes, credits Okay, roll. mystery gang, Scooby-Doo, look out. Look at me. <gasps> Scooby-Doo. I wouldn't be able to beat the villains in the Scooby-Doo movie. It's always the janitor. It is. Old man withers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but now, do you think Totally Killer has spawned bravery in you to go check out other horror movies? It actually has, <gasps> but it, I wouldn't go straight. I wouldn't go... Into like a full horror movie. Well, what what is it? What scares you the most? The sound. In life, the sound. Okay, so birds. <laughs> um, don't watch Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds because that is a horror movie about manic birds, and know, you I'm might never, you I'm might, aware. you might never go outside again. But like, is it the supernatural or is it like the home invasion, stabby stabby? Uh, I think it's more the supernatural stuff that I don't. Oh, that see, I don't I'm the opposite. Love. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Okay. But supernatural stuff. Okay. Have you ever seen Psycho? Yeah. The classic 1960 Alfred Hitchcock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Okay, Slay, you've done that. Cross that off. (laughs) Get out. Jordan Peele's. Is that a movie? No. I thought you were like, get out. I was like, sorry. (laughs) Can I say, the look Star just gave me was she looked so offended that I just turned on her. No, the movie Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele. Haven't seen that, no. Wow. Okay. Absolutely amend that immediately. Okay. It 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 was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Okay. And the Oscars famously do not like horror. I would say Verge is more into thriller 
territory, but it has such strong, incredible social commentary, um, especially for 2016, which doesn't feel like a long time ago, but it really kind of was. Oh, I thought this was going to be something from like the 80s. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is 2016. Okay. Jordan Peele, highly recommend You Will Fall in Love. You don't like the supernatural, so I'm not going to recommend Hereditary because <laughs> no, that thank you. terrified me and I'm not... I don't really care about the supernatural stuff. Um, as far as other horror movies, another one of my favorite is Rear Window, which is like a 50s Alfred Hitchcock movie. But that is like, it's all set in one room. It's giving Saw vibes. Well, true. But did you ever see that movie Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf? Disturbia. I mean, you know, we don't have the rights. We don't have the rights. Um, but Disturbia is a remake of Rear Window. And oh. I highly recommend it. Because I'm just trying to broad- open your mind. Okay. I think I'm open to it. And... My horror movie that I recommend to you is Apollo Express. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, I will watch it just like I do every year at Christmas. (laughs) Guys, please comment um, under our socials about other horror movies Star should watch or other Christmas movies I should watch that I might (laughs) actually be afraid of. Um, Because we're trying to... We're trying to broaden horizons. Yes. We're trying to open minds. That's what we're all about at Pop Sugar Rush. So please help us out. And also, if you've seen Totally Killer, please let us know your thoughts and feelings on that because we really liked it and we love chatting about it. Pop Sugar Rush is brought to you by Prime Video. They've got everything from the new psychological thriller series Wilderness to the Continental, an action-packed crime series from the world of John Wick. And the best part? You can watch it all on your favourite devices. Start your 30-day free trial today by visiting primevideo.com. Here are this week's Rushes and Crashes. It's time for Rushes and Crashes. Ooh. Spooky. We'll show like a theremin. <laughs> anyway, so this week, we're going to change it up with our Rushes and Crashes. Yeah, we're crazy like that. We're <laughs> that Riverdale quote, I'm a weirdo. Do you see this hat? <laughs> Me with my pink pirate hat on. Um, I We can't really... Well, we don't really have a name for this, so it's just rushes and crashes, asterisks, until we think of something better. <laughs> but th- we've essentially just gone through our favourite celebrity Halloween costumes of the years because I feel like more recently they have been doing the most and it's exactly what I want from them. Yeah. Hit me with your favourite or your pick. So we know that Heidi Klum does Halloween very well. She famously... I don't really know if she does anything else, to be fair. (laughs) I know, seriously. (laughs) She throws a big Halloween party every year and a couple of my faves always come back to her, but also some of my not faves go back to Heidi as well. (laughs) So I loved when Heidi Klum and Tom, her boyfriend at the time, did Fiona and Shrek. I... And what I loved about this, I love celeb Halloween costumes when the celeb actually isn't even recognised. Recognizable, like when they sat in the makeup chair for that many hours, and you actually have no idea because they who have they the are. access to it. That's yes. stuff that regular people don't. So if you have the access to it, please do it. That's why I hate seeing celebrities in boring costumes. Yeah. I'm going to say it now. I do not want to see a celebrity dress up as Wednesday Adams. I do not <laughs> want to see a celebrity dress up as Barbie, and I don't want to see a celebrity dress up as like ripped white shirt with a blood stain on it. However, for the everyday person, I think those are great costume ideas. Those are great costume ideas, unless you are a billionaire, <laughs> in which case, please spend your money better. Continue. <laughs> who, who are yours? Um, mine is, and this is from 2016, a really big year for me, according to this episode of Popular Rush, <laughs> um, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom as Bill and Hillary Clinton. I know. I went to look this up when I saw it in the prep doc and I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh. 
Insane. First of all, did not know they'd been together that long. Yeah, wow. Good for them. Yeah. What a happy couple. <laughs> but, and this was towards, this was during the elections, and mm. this was like a costume with a message, um, which like I'm like, whatever, take or leave it, but we'll leave that part of it. But I will say, same vibe. They do not look anything like themselves. Mrs. Doubtfire walked so they could run. They did. Orlando Bloom is famously very, very good looking. <laughs> and here, <laughs> he's famously not. <laughs> Katy Perry kind of looks like Hillary Clinton, like, after a big night out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Hillary Clinton after she's had, you know, a few too many bevies. <laughs> too many shardies. But... And especially because Katy Perry sometimes does, like, really bad costumes. When she dressed up as a Cheeto, people loved it. I thought that was terrible. You just put a Cheeto costume on. A Cheeto feels a bit lazy for me. Exactly. Especially for Katherine Perry, who has fantastical costumes anyway. (gasps) Maybe it was being subversive. Mm. It's like if Lady Gaga just was like, yeah, I'm a ghost. (laughs) <laughs> that would actually kind of be a sleigh. No, but her. she'd be able to pull it off. Yeah, so true. what What are our predictions for Halloween this year? Thinking about the <laughs> year of pop culture, you've already mentioned Wednesday and Barbie, but what other things do you think we'll see from the celebs? I don't know if we'll see them, but I, if any of them are listening, <laughs> I have some suggestions. Here we go. Because I am not rich or bothered enough to do this myself. <laughs> this pink We've got scurvy costume is the most effort I'll be putting in this Halloween. <laughs> That's actually not true. I have a couple of things planned, but we'll take that offline. But I want to see, I have five suggestions. Ooh. Ronald from Jury Duty. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Easy, easy, and it's like subversive because he's a normal guy that became really famous after being surrounded by like actual the guy celebrities. From Sonic. <laughs> yeah, the guy from Sonic. <laughs> If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, the Met Gala cockroach. Do you remember oh, that cockroach yes. that wore the red carpet? <laughs> that slayed. Just like very a cockroach, niche, but yeah. looking very, like, demure. Um, the AI-generated Pope, where he was wearing <laughs> that puffer jacket. I feel like AI picks are a really big trend right now, but the AI Pope in the puffer jacket started it all. Um, Anne Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada, when they ask her if she's wearing the Chanel boots, and she goes, yeah, I am. But instead of the Chanel boots, it's those big red Yoshi boots. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, these are very neat. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I want what I want, and I will not apologize. And the last one is DJ Crazy Times and Biliana Electronica from TikTok. All of the dreams. You How lost me. does it mean? <gasps> what? Oh my God, we're fighting. This I'm the is... one who's chronically online and I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is, they performed with the Jonas Brothers. Oh my God, I will be hooking you up later and okay. then you'll be like, look at this meme three months <laughs> after the fact. Well, the point is some celebrity will know who they are and it's easy to pull off. I really want to see people dress up as Posh and Bex but like fully yes. commit to it because what like, I love about when the celebrity commit to their costumes is they'll do full photo shoots as well and often it won't just be one costume there'll be stages to it like remember when Hayley Bieber did Britney Spears and she kind of had four or five different looks of iconic eras like I love stuff like that so imagine if say who's a hot celeb couple I don't know like Kylie and Timothy Hayley and Justin yes yeah Kylie and Timothy did Posh and Bex but at like different (sighs) stages that would be so cool yes because they have been they have had some fashion eras. Yeah. The leather, all leather Gucci look, iconic. Any any posh look from the Spice Girls would be fantastic. But 
with Bex, I want to see bleach tips. <laughs> yeah. Do not do it if you're not going to do You've it. You've kind of got bleach tips today, actually. Thank you. Should I get that done? Maybe that's my Halloween costume. It's just like quarter life crisis <laughs> and I get bleach tips. I think another good one would be um, Otis and Eric from Sex Education, or you could even have oh. like Maeve, sorry, trigger warning Otis. I know that you've got beef with Otis. Again, this Eric, comes up Otis, and again, I want to And Maeve from Sex Education. That could be a really cool that's kind of perfect. trio costume. I feel like Eric would be really fun to dress up as. Yeah, or you could go as Conrad and Jeremiah from The Summer I Turned Pretty. <gasps> Boring, True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just like, that's like, look, you ban me from talking about Taylor Swift this episode. But luckily for you, there are no real rules. <laughs> I don't want to see people dress up as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Is it? Does it just feel too obvious for you? It's a bit like, this is happening right now and mm. look at it. But it's also, you're just dressing up as two white people. Mm. Like, what's the difference between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and bloody John and Susan from down the road? <laughs> besides, like, billion, besides billions and billions of dollars. But um, I'm just like, or, or if you're going to do it, like, really, like, put a fun, put a spit on it. Put a pun on it. I think we'll definitely see people draw inspo from the Renaissance, Renaissance tour and yes. also the Eras tour as well, like iconic outfits from the shows, which I think is a cool That's thing fair. about Halloween. It's not just about films and TV, kind of like no, extends to everything anymore, in yeah. pop culture. I also think that I I said I don't want to see Barbie just because everyone's going to do Barbie and I'm already fatigued by it. I will stand for Barbenheimer costumes. Oh. That's like one thing. <laughs> Imagine like split down the middle, half, Ooh. half. That would be cool. I, I was thinking more like fedora tux and then like a fun skirt. <laughs> I will accept Mojo Dojo Casa Ken. Like the full yes. fur, floor length fur coat. Like Again, if you're going to do it, you've got to commit. That hair better be bleached. <laughs> that hair better be bleached and you better have a fake tan on because Ryan Gosling is not that tan naturally. <laughs> well, look, that's what we want to see from Halloween. Please tell us what you want to see this Halloween. It's coming up. Tell us what you're going as. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my God. And be stay tuned for our socials because you will see pics of our <laughs> Halloween costumes for this podcast. Our ridiculously high budget costumes. Truly, it is the most effort I've ever put into anything ever or will ever again <laughs> uh, but while you're there be sure to give us both a follow at Jackson Langford on TikTok and Instagram and I am star sta mcg on Insta make sure you follow us at popsugarau so you don't miss any of the content hit the subscribe button while you're there so you don't miss an episode bye, bye. Ooh.